Hey, everybody, I'm Chad Eckert, and that's Eric Martins, and this is the Fantasy Golf Pod coming live each and every, well, sometimes we're live on Tuesday nights, cracking beers, and clicking names for the United States of America Open, the third major. <laughs> Cheers. Skull. Uh, we got some friends showing up tonight. It'll be fun. Uh, I got a little interactive show going on. Oh, God. Am I going to get shit for this poor? Probably. It's kind of a good poor. Uh, the spaces. Oh, my goodness. I was just in there. Joe Idoni is hosting a uh, roundtable. It's been uh, kind of an interesting roundtable discussion. The names and the reasons there. Uh, but the names and the reasons are going to be said here now. We are presented in partnership with FanshareSports.com. Eric and I did run a generator using Fanshare's uh, website. Uh, amazing, easy, awesome. <clears throat> like I've been doing this for the last few weeks. Actually, we've we've got this segment coming up at the end. It's a dice versus a ha- uh, versus the model. Uh-huh. So we're uh, we're testing out this. You know, Fantasy National friends of ours. They make it easy to make a model. Uh, you can do some of that stuff on FanshareSports.com, but you can also do a lot of other things on FanshareSports.com, including generate lineups. And it is whew, the ease of whew, you just hit hit the button and it's there. Stewie is the first guest. Oh my gosh! Uh, now we're gonna have some people on. I'm gonna ask Stewie. Stewie, welcome, sir. Thank hey, you for being up, here. What's up, hey, man? Uh, well, Stewie, uh, I saw you in spaces, and now you're here with us. Thank you for joining us. I wanted to ask you, do you use FanshareSports.com? Uh, no, I don't. I, I follow their tweets, though. So. Okay, well, you need to sign up with this promo code, FANDCGOLFPOD, to get yourself 20% off. But also, we know we're friends with Fantasy National, and they have a model generator. Uh, how do you use the model over there, and who did it spit out? Well, I I basically, you know, it's very helpful to watch Pat Mayo when he does it. Um, okay. And I look at, uh, you know, the allocations and I create create a custom stat model based on each tournament and what I feel are the. Um, God damn it. I always do the wrong button. Week, Sorry. The dude. guy that. You there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The guy going. that I use this time, uh, the guy that came up number one in my model was Charlie Hoffman, believe it or not. Oh, wow. And I went ahead and I spoke with Pat Mayo on Twitter about Charlie Hoffman. Um, I don't know. I just I just feel I feel good about Charlie Hoffman. Do I think he's going to Dude, he's sixth in my model. Probably not. Well, he came up number one in mine. Um, but I so do what like are you Charlie. using this week? Are you big on driving distance and approach? I mean, Charlie's been good approach player the last few weeks. How did he come number one in your model? Yeah, I know. I don't understand that. That's why I had to re- <laughs> parse the numbers. I did three separate model games. Oh, shoot. We're losing Stewie. Come on, Stewie. Get your internet together. Uh, we've had these problems before. Um, we're an amateur hour program. I'm going to remove Stewie for, this, for the time being. Uh, let's get to it. Shall we discuss the DraftKings board? Uh, actually... Before we do that, 
Let's talk about the course. And uh, no better to talk about the course than Jish Swish. Josh Bennett on Twitter writes the article for rotoballer.com uh, each and every week about the course. And we're back at a place that we are at every year. And it's fun to be here because it's in California. Uh, but it's not January where we're usually seeing Tory Pines. Cheers to you, Josh. What are you drinking tonight? Oh, Nicole. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Josh and I are going to be qualif- trying to qualify on Friday. I'm caddying for Josh. Did you know that, Martin? What? Yes. Martin? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll make some content out of that. Explain that. So it's the it's the Minnesota State Am, the MGA State Am. It's a uh, it, there's like like seven or eight, maybe six qualifying spots, and we're we're playing in White Bear Lake. So I'm 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 trying to qualify. I got Chad in the bag. <laughs> I'm Paul Tesori. That's right. That's right. Reading greens. Awesome. Chad's reading all the greens. That's what we're doing. I'm going to yeah. try to hit the ball far, and Chad's going to read all the greens. Make all my fun for me. <laughs> uh, so, Jish, you got to hit the ball far at Torrey Pines. Isn't that right? Or is the, do you have any chance if you're a Ches Revy this week? Uh, I don't think so. No. I mean, it's even if they grow the rough to five inches, I, I don't think that matters either. It's it's a long course. They, they took out a par five and made it a par four. I mean, it's just it's Jesus. brutal, and and even if the rough is long, I mean that that just benefits the longer hitters anyway. They're, you know, it's what they say. You'd always hit a wedge out of out of the rough than a, than a nine or an eight iron, right? So it's, I mean, it, yeah, you just and there's there's no real penalty for being being wild off the tee either. There's there's no there's not a lot of trees. I mean, they put they put bunkers pretty strategically, but. And I mean, if the rough's going to be five inches, you get into the bunker, and whatever. I mean, you're playing out of a bunker. Then. So, I mean, it's, yeah, I, long, long is key for sure. Long, and then I, I think short game is going to be important too because I, I think the greens will be hard to hit, and I think they're going to do that on purpose. So, Okay, so, yeah, the greens are going to be hard to hit, so you have to be good at scrambling. That's what I, I've heard. Yeah, I, I think long off the tee and then short game is, is the key. And I, I think everybody's been saying that, so I, I don't think that's a secret at this point. So, <laughs> uh, Right on. Okay, so where are the names and reasons we're doing that Tuesday night? It's the U.S. Open. Do you have a name and a reason? Just one? I only get one? Well, I do the house bet. I mean, I you know force myself to put myself out there with one human's name and the in a roulette <laughs> type of situation. All right. Uh, All right you want one name? Bryson, yes, Team Bryson. That's my boy. Okay, so if you guys don't know, uh, Jish Swish, Josh Bennett, uh, he is on Twitter at Jish Swish. He's a some masher of the ball. I mean, what's your carrying distance typically? Like three forty? Carry? No, I I play my carry to two ninety five, somewhere between two ninety five and three hundred five. How are you? What's your carry, Martin? <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Josh, thanks for being here. You're a friend of the program. You have been for a long time, and you can follow Josh and I on Twitter. We're going to make some content this Friday trying to qualify, trying to play some good golf. Maybe we'll be done after three holes, and we'll be angry. We'll throw our clubs. Chad, I I said the first hole, easy par five, super short, should have a a gap wedge into the green. If we don't birdie, we're leaving. That's it. We're just going to go to clubhouse. We're we're eagling, my friend. Let's go. (laughs) I'm in. <laughs> hey, thanks, Josh. We're going to get to the board here. Uh, Good luck, man. Stewie says, sorry. Well, don't apologize, Stewie. If you want to come back and give us your one name and your one reason, 
go ahead and log back in. Uh, let me share the screen here. As we do each week, we share the screen and show the DraftKings board. And at the tippity tip top, you have John Rom Rodriguez at $11,200. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> John Rom, he's the betting favorite and was, uh, you know, there's reasons for John Rom. He's California, like I mentioned. Uh, the rough. He likes he can he can hit it out of the rough. We don't we don't mind the rough here. Uh he almost won like two weeks ago. Should have gotten that win, right? And then uh what else about him? Oh, he's a father, it's about Father's Day. Uh he's the best player in the world. He's basically uh the only player that hasn't won a major that should. He really enjoys Tory Pines. I think he's the best player at Tory Pines about anybody on planet Earth. Are you into this? How could he lose? <laughs> Every week, we always ask that question. How does he not win? $11,200. Um, uh, you know you know what I do with the top price guy, Eric. I fade the TPG, but what are you doing with this? Are you going to use this? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll use some John Rahm this week. 11200 you know, flat pricing for a major. I think you can make some really good lineups with John Rahm. How can, I mean, look at what he's been up to. And we don't even have really they don't put the stats out or at least uh fantasy national doesn't from what he was up to like you said two weeks ago uh where patrick cantley won mm -hmm. like like those stats aren't even baked in anybody's models he's probably better than you know what are they not trying. oh yeah i suppose they're not they're not because he withdrew that's not funny like that, that's there there's another add that to the list of of reasons why <laughs> Well, you, so you get a skewed picture sometimes when you're looking at stats and past performance. So, man, he's really good. And 11200 The only he's the only one above 10K. I mean, it's a reasonable price, I think. Yeah, it really isn't that bad of a price. Let's ask Stewie's back. Let's see if his internet's working. Stewie, are you on John Rom? <laughs> Stewie, are you on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's good. Oh, Stewie. I don't know. I'm sorry, buddy. All right. We tried. Uh, let's go back to the board. Uh, why don't you type it in the chat, Stewie? We'll just play it on the screen like that way. Um, let's go to Jordan Spieth, who's the leading of the 10K range in 10,900. Jordan Spieth? Uh, Eric, this is a major. Shouldn't we just talk about everybody? Let's talk about Spieth first. Um, let's talk about how he's playing the best golf of anybody on tour, basically. His past 11 starts have been really good. Uh, are we into him now that he's back and nobody's wanting him because his price is too high? And uh, they're over it. They're into the other flashier names. So should we just be into Spieth? Or is he not ready for a U.S. Open? Let me say this first. I mean, when you look at what he's done since his fourth place at the waste management. I mean, before that he was bad, you know, for what we expect out of a player like him. And then ever since then it's ever it's, he's good. So no, he's not overpriced. He's a great price. It's a major, it's a U.S. open. It's long, it's hard. There's rough. There's all sorts of problems that these guys are going to face. And he's, he's, he's the guy that knows how to do it. Dude, you so, love Spieth. You love Spieth and Major. Yeah, I do. Yes, I do. Of course I do. So then are you on him? Are you going to – you've been going 100% on people. You went 100% on Spieth at the Masters. Are you going 100% Spieth? 
Well, you have to remember at the Masters, what was his price? It was it, 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 he won it the week. Very they had pricing. They had pricing out before he won, so it was just sure. what a deal. He was a steal. Finish second, but yeah, dude. Uh, but uh, I mean, if you get it, Spieth at seven percent. Are we kidding ourselves? This is how it always works out. Is that they're going to say seven percent, and then by the time they're like, nobody picks us, uh, Spieth. No one's using Spieth. I'm going to use you know, and then Spieth's the same as everybody else because they all think that they're getting cute. Uh, and using speed. Whoa, we got another friend of the program. He just stopped by. His name is Luke Walker. His internet. We'll try that. Luke, sweat it out. Are you hot? Are you in the garage like me? I mean, it's not too bad in here tonight. No, I'm in my nicely air-conditioned uh, golf room here with my okay. my Tiger Tiger stuff. We actually got the Tor- oh, that's side. Tory Pines right there. It's perfect. Oh, hell yes. Look at you. Okay. Now, if you're not familiar with Luke, sweat it out. You should be following him on Twitter because he is a good golf prognosticator. He is picking winners, whether they are default winners because it's Cantlay at the Memorial and he gets a win off of it, or they're just straight up outrights just on the Higgout. I mean, you're on a heater, my friend. We had to have you on. Tell us uh, your names and reasons, please. My God, I'm going to write them down. Yeah, the Higo the Higo train has uh, been really fun to ride, and you know both sides of the Atlantic, and actually just going to keep riding it this this year or this week. So I'll start yeah. off there. Um, yeah, so that that's a name, Garrick Higo. Reason he might be the greatest player ever. He might not be. I don't know. I think <laughs> it's, it's too early to say. The goat. He's won seven seven times worldwide. He's uh, twenty one years old. So is that's he the greatest crazy, ever? I don't know. Um, Couple actual. Where did he come from? Hey, hold on. Tell us a little about this guy because maybe we don't know about this Garrett. What's his even his name? Yeah, Garrett Higo. So he uh, he played college golf here in the states at a disgusting, terrible piece of garbage university uh, in Las Vegas. He played. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. He played there for. if, for those who don't know, I'm I'm a Reno guy. That's our that's our rival school. Um, okay. <laughs> he played one year there and apparently decided he was too good and decided to go pro. He played, um, you know, it's like Challenge Tour and the Asian Tour, all these different places. Won a couple of times. He got into an event that was co-sanctioned between the Challenge Tour and the European Tour. Won that got you know that got him like his full-time status on the year or on the full-time european tour the big boy european tour and then uh when they had their little stretch in the canary islands uh in april and may three events he won the first and the third event in the canaries so he had two european uh victories got into the pga made the cut at the pga um and then obviously went and took down the, the palmetto last week so garrick higo is like a real guy he's a lefty he hits he just absolutely bombs the ball yeah martin's you're a lefty you should want this guy in your uh player yeah, he's, he's a bomber so i mean i think that that's going to be important this week you know that's kind of been the recipe for success at modern day u.s opens is just hit it as far as possible so he can hit it real far um and then he's actually now, are you like, not concerned about the hangover because we never pick guys after a win, especially fresh new 22 year olds to the tour. He's going to get bombarded with the microphone stuck in his face. He's got obligations now. He's looking at his bank account like, oh, whoa. And now, do we, uh, does that cause you for pause? I don't know. Not really. I mean, it seems like the only thing the kid knows how to do is win. I mean, he's got three wins, I think, in his last five worldwide starts. You know, like, okay. That's so he's, just he's like, what a, he does. he's really the GOAT. 
he is. He potentially is. I mean, the kid is, he's special. And um, unlike a lot of the, our young studs here, you know, on PGA tour, the Morikawa's and Hovland's and Wolf's like he leads the European tour in putting. He is number one in strokes game putting. So he, he has the long game and he actually is a super well-refined putter, which is just, just kind of different than what we're used to with our young studs. So um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I can't not bet him. He's 80 to one. I've seen people posting 125 to one with placings and hmm. just bet. Just well, bet you got, you got house money on uh Higgot. Now who else are you riding? Are you going to go with anyone at the top of the board? Have to bet Brooks. Just absolutely oh. have to. Yeah. Brooks 100%. At a major. Yeah. Brooks at a major Brooks at the U S open. Right. Um, it's, it's well, so then you must like Brooks at ten thousand one hundred or whatever he is. I mean, that's a great price. And but I mean, are you a DraftKings guy? No, uh, you're out in Reno. Can you even do DraftKings? Yeah, no, I can't really even do DraftKings. People DM me and stuff looking for for tips, and so sometimes I'll go and I'll look at ownership and try to like see if I can, mm-hmm. you know, give my outsider's take on it. I don't know what Brooks's uh, ownership's going to look like if it's, but I mean, like based on those odds, he's what the fifth, fifth guy on that list. And you got to think some of those guys are going to be garnering some pretty heavy ownership. If he's, you know, at a decent projected ownership, I'd say he's a play. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, uh, it seems like you're kind of getting a savings with him off of a speed for 10, nine now. Absolutely. Okay. Any other names? Now those are good names. What about a bad name that probably won't win? That should probably be a top 10 or 20 bet. Do you have any long shots? Um, I am all over Tommy Fleetwood this week. I think that that's kind of a a name that has fallen from grace because he's Mm -hmm. fallen from the top of most leaderboards most weeks because he's just Mm -hmm. not playing, you know, the quality of golf that we, we got used to for a while. But like, it was only about two years ago where, where he was going off at every major 20, 25 to one. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it was kind of just a guy that everybody was auto clicking because it was only a matter of time, you know, it's like, he was the European Xander, if you will. You know, they were being priced the same every week. It seemed like they competed in every U.S. Open, every major. Um, and it, it was kind of that deal where, yeah, we just were waiting. And all of a sudden, like, he's not good anymore. I, I, don't, really, I don't really buy that. I think that we've seen some flashes. Um, I think his game sets up obviously well for a U.S. Open. He had back-to-back uh, runner-ups a couple years ago. So he's got the, he's got the requisite distance. I think that he's, he's kind of got the requisite like mental fortitude that you need to win a major. So I'm going to get back on the, on the train. I got an 85 to one today. Um, I think I was looking at some ownership stuff earlier and saw him coming in like maybe six or 7%, something like that. So from a a TK standpoint, might as well. This reminds me of the time where at the open championship, I think it was like 18 months ago when the one Lowry won, Nobody wanted Fleetwood going into that, and he finished runner-up, I believe. I don't remember. That's just, I mean, it's kind of weird how everybody has just flipped on him. You know, I think people were like, just absolutely, he was the darling. You know, after he made that that run at Shinnecock and shot that sixty-three, it was just like this guy is a guy. And then he has a couple of bad months, and he's not a guy anymore. And I think we see that a lot on on the PGA Tour. You know, it's like these guys are all so good. It's it's hard to just be winning every tournament or be contending in every tournament. Um, we recently saw with Rory McIlroy where like he had a stretch where he just wasn't that good. And he won. Exactly. What do you think Martins? 
I, I'm considering going all in on Higo now all of a sudden because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, 7200 bucks <laughs> on DraftKings is uh, sounding more and more like a hell of a deal. And I've never been afraid of of uh, the, the hangover effect that you were talking about. So, And then, yeah, he, Luke, you made a good point about uh, <laughs> he's winning, what, what, three out of five the last? So he doesn't give a shit. He wins all the time. I mean, it's, yeah. if you look at, like, his OWGR page, he's got 49 professional starts and seven wins. So he, he literally wins one out of seven tournaments he plays. He's 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 slowly approaching. He's not quite there uh, to Tiger level. Let's let's make sure we. Yeah. Uh, not not don't. quite not quite not, the kind of caliber that Tiger took down. But <laughs> yeah. hey, you know what? He was he was stuck on the other side of the pond. But now he's getting calls from Gary Player to his cell phone, and I mean, he's he's a guy. He's he's <laughs> going to be around for a long time. And and now he's got his two year you know exemption on the PGA Tour, so he might never leave the states. That's yeah, right. let's go. Okay, Luke, sweat it out. We can find you on Twitter at that name. And uh, do you do anything else we would, you need to promote? Nope. I, I hop on podcasts when, when people want me to. So I'm always available for that. Um, follow my Twitter. I just, you know, like my stuff, retweet me, you know, interact yeah. with me. Like, I'm all about yeah, the Twitter train. So, so, yeah, just, just hit me up on there. I nice mean, we, we have to do a quick oh! before we send you out, right? Oh! <laughs> I got a two twenty five today. The number just keeps skyrocketing. I just keep betting it. Wow. Yeah, I'm doing top twenty. I'm going heavy top twenty on him. Yeah, hopefully he figures some stuff out because he's been a mess. But oh my goodness. Yeah, Matt Wolf. We're pro Matt Wolf podcast. All right, and oh, so yeah. is Luke. So Luke, thanks for being here. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate you. Yep. Thanks, guys. Have fun. Up, man. Uh, Luke sweated out. He helps us out. He comes on, provides us some names and reasons on the names and reasons pods. And we're going to keep flowing through the names and the reasons we've kind of made our way through the 10 K range, but we didn't really talk about Bryson versus Brooks and how fake and fraudulent that whole thing is and how they just love attention and wish. I don't know. We really need to talk about it. Everyone's talked about it. It's at two ad nauseum. I don't believe the report that Bryson you know, is not allowing the PGA to do this. Uh, Brad Faxon came out and said that I would think, and then I believe Bryson because Bryson was at the press conference saying that, no, I didn't say that. I, I, you know, I didn't even get approached. Why would Bryson double down on the lie? If there's two lies, I think he would either come true and say, yes, they approached me. I don't want it. Here's why. And he would give a legitimate excuse and a reason for why he didn't want to be paired with Brooks. That seems more logical in, in line with who Bryson is and who I know Bryson is. Do you believe any of this? I, I agree. I think it's all for show. It, it goes back to that bizarre uh, incentive fee that uh, the PGA is giving for interaction on social media for these guys. And this Bryson Brooks thing is is the is that the, uh, something was bound to you know once they, they were. They're bound to figure something out like, oh, hey, wait, wait a minute. This could work, you know, and then so then you get you get Brooks putting out that weird video about buying beer for people who shout Brooksy or and it's just. Yeah. So so Bryson is probably just piling on there, too. And yeah, no. Yes. No. The thing is, the PGA Tour, this knows that if they got paired together, everyone's watching that. I think about how many PGA Tour lives uh, subscriptions you would get if all of a sudden it was announced. 
that they're playing True. together. If it's not this week or next next week or the following week or whatever, people would love to see that shit. To see, well, we don't things. want it a manufactured Thursday Friday. We want it natural on Sunday afternoon when they're oh, both yeah. in the final yeah. group. Come on, let's go. Oh, hey, tour picks is in here. Tour picks, uh, my friend uh, on the Preferred Lines podcast, co. Still waiting on my FGB flat rim. So is a lot of people, actually. I'm really sorry. I haven't sent it out to a couple people who I only want to. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so busy, honestly. Like, I'm really sorry. But these hats are sick. Thanks to Jesse, my guy. Uh, he's on Twitter somewhere. Uh, tour picks. Um, he's a team Brooks, but, you know, we're not either, I don't think, because we love Brooks at majors, and we like Bryson for content. If you are looking at our Fantasy Golf Pod YouTube page, if you're on that page right now, the most popular videos are always Brooks and Bryson. We've made thousands of dollars off of these people <laughs> on the clipping interviews that they've said stupid shit, and I posted them. So, I mean, we love those two, and this is great that they're going to be in drama. And Now, the PIP, that's just a total manufactured BS crap that we know that it's just producing all this craziness. And so uh, take a lot of it with a grain of salt. We can go on. We can move to the 9K range. That's probably what you want to hear more about. And the 9K range is freaking chalk filled with some juicy names. My goodness gracious. Rory McIlroy is in the 9K range at $9,900. My goodness, he just won a tournament. Justin Thomas is at $9,700. Colin Morikawa, the best player on planet Earth in terms of his iron play and someone that basically just lost in a playoff to Patrick Cantley, should have won that tournament. He's at 95. You have Xander, this La Jolla kid himself, 93. Hovland's here. And then Patrick and Patrick, my favorite plays of the week almost. They're at 91 and 90. I mean, come on, man. Pepper the 9K rage this week. I thought about it, and I think you need to do that. Are you doing that? Well, yeah, I mean, you're peppering the 8K range too, but the 9K range, I mean – how do you not start Patrick Patrick? Right? How do you, you got, not? I mean, well, let's start with talking about the $9,900 Rory McIlroy. That seems like right up your alley. It's the Father's Day weekend, new dad, Rory. Didn't he just win on Mother's Day? Wouldn't it be great if he was the, the mother and Father's Day champion this year? <laughs> <laughs> when then suddenly, all of a sudden, $9,900, no respect. It's because Eric, we know, and we preach this a lot, it's about pricing and pricing is an illusion and they must fit people into levels to make you build lineups, to make you pay the rake. So yeah, he's $9,900, but of course you got to take it, right? Don't you kind of, if you're playing 20 lineups and you're using 25 guys, you got to play Rory in one of them. I mean, yeah, you're going to probably have to not – you can't play all these guys, though, so you're going to have to make that decision for yourself. So the, did you choose a Rory McIlroy, or are you going to choose a Justin Thomas? I mean, I can't even decide. This is insane. I lean a little more towards Rory over Justin just because of the somewhat better recent form, but, I mean – JT well, just won the players, homie, and that was in March. We're talking about March, May, June. Yeah, and, then, the and then Rory won – uh, what three weeks ago, four weeks ago? So, uh, dude, know. why isn't JT the elite ultimate player that we wish he is and want him to be? No, like I think, and I saw at the Presidents Cup, you know, a little bit ago that he was with Tiger. I was ready for like, oh, is this JT's opportunity to take over 
we've seen a lot of failures and slip-ups in terms of off the course and on the course and just attitude problems with JT that it's just sad, and that's why he's at $9,700. Most of the things, the pricing is dictated on the betting market when the betting market is dictated on the sentiment. How can they sell you to bet someone? And they're not selling anybody to bet on Justin Thomas, so I'm thinking at $9,700, you might get him at low ownership too. It, it it is a good price. I mean, it's flat. You know, it's it's a it's a major. They got uh, the ten dollar millionaire maker, and they got the hundred dollar millionaire maker. They want people to hop in and make the best looking lineups ever, so they can show the boys how does this not win. Uh, right. So that's why you get this. You can start with Roy. You can start with JT. You can fade those upper guys, or you could pair those two together. Here's the thing: is that he's been bad at putting. He's been unbelievable everywhere else. Don't we like that about JT? If well, we've been told told for a long time that that's this should be a a, a situation where if you can get the putt around, he's good. And I agree. I actually I I agree with that. Uh, We I think we both have come to the consensus when it comes to stats that take a look at the putting stats uh, where if you're going to start anywhere and you can even end there as well. Yeah, putting can either help you or ruin you. Big fucking strokes, dude. Eight fucking strokes at Memorial. Jesus, lost eight strokes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. From what I'm looking that's at here, like a record loss. Yeah, that's awful. So, and he was great. Like, think about if he had lost four strokes, he would have been. Well, what like, happens, Eric, when you when you suck at putting while you're playing golf? How does the rest of your game? How is your attitude? Right. God, imagine. And then that. it bleeds yeah. so badly. So, like, putting right. is so contagious on the other parts of your game. If an right. alien spaceship, we always say this, dropped you down and showed you these prices. And said, you can get Rory and JT in the 9K range. Aren't you just like, thank you, Alien Spaceship, for bringing me back to Earth. I'm glad I get to play DraftKings again. I'm clicking those names. I mean, that's kind of the way I think about it. Uh, But, yes, making decisions this week is going to be very hard when you have Colin Morikawa at $9,500, the best iron player, the most – well, not the most confident putter, same thing. But don't we like Colin Morikawa in California? Same as we do Xander at Cal- in California. So, the, so then, what well, you could make an argument for the next two names down there. I mean, like, my God, I, I mean, I, the hell do you do? So then, do you start to decide, Eric, like I did, is I just started, like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to go with the savings because I like them all almost as much as I like everybody. I like them all. They're all the best. So then you just go to the bottom of the 9K range and you just use Patrick Cantley and Patrick Reed and you just click Patrick and Patrick like you should have done. What tournament was that? Just two weeks ago at the Memorial. You should have done that. They were in top five together. That's how I feel like this is going to show up again. Don't you think? How could it not? How could, how it, could it not? Thank you. Yeah. All right. We're uh, we're trying not to make this the longest thing ever. You kind of know what you want to do. But if you have a question and you're in the chat, Hump's in here. Hey, Hump. Nice to see you. Rory also crushes Tori South. Exactly, dude. I don't know what's going on. Okay. Right. This now is a major, Eric. And uh, what do we know about majors? Is it's maybe time to pepper the 8K range? Why, though, Eric? Why do we like to use the 8K range at majors? 
tremendous value i would assume you is where you're going first i mean look at these names my god i mean the the same characters pop up in the 8k range every single major though tony fino hideki matsuyama leaving out there it's so funny it's so funny yeah that is really funny (laughs) i i I think this is just basically the copy and pasted all the other major prices and like oh you're in here again you're in the three hundred dollar one at Tyrrell Hatton. Oh, you're here too, Scheffler. You're eighty five. We'll slot you in there. We'll slot Berger in. We'll slot Connors in. Oh, Louis. Yep, got to put him at the low eight k range. Yep, cram him in there with Justin Rose and Cam Smith. That's the major method. Uh, the reason <laughs> you do pepper the eight k range, Eric, is because nobody knows anything about golf. You don't know what's going to happen. You can't predict this shit. So what you try to do, Eric, is you try to then eliminate the outside factors of a 6K range guy or the potential that a 10K range guy can can show up and be the exact same human being as everyone in this 8K range. So then by taking that $2,000 and applying it to the last few guys on your roster and then bumping that $6,600 flyer, stupid flyer, and putting him to a $7,300 or whatever player, good historically good low-owned guy, that helps you become a better, more reliable lineup. And uh, less, you know, I don't know if it's statistically correct. I'm not sure. Uh, we're, we're playing in the short game and the short game's got about 70,000 entries. Uh, if you play in it in the Millie maker, for example, you probably do need the six K guy that just happens to go off. But at the same time, should we talk a little strategy or not? I mean, like, I don't know if you need that in majors as much. No, I, I think the only thing that I'll say that, that I'm going to be thinking about strategy wise this week is, it's so easy to get hung up on the fact that, like, okay, it could. What about Rom or Spieth or DJ Bryson? Like, if I don't have all of them or any of them, like, never forget that the. At the end of the day, this is a, just another tournament. It's a stacked field tournament, but it's just another tournament. And guess what? Bad or good or bad, they're gonna be bad. Bad, weird, crazy shit's gonna happen. So, like, Same having thing, having that lineup where it, maybe you don't have anybody above Brooks Kepka and you have. Kawa and Cantley, and then some of the names in the seven K range, and, and you know, like, don't be. Yeah, afraid. Oh, that's how don't I'm going to build afraid. most of my lineups. I'm going to I'm going to use almost a lot of my lineups. I'm going to use three nine K guys. I think that's that's like the way to like be really smart and kind of be different. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I think yeah, people are going to want Rom. They're going to want DJ. They're going to want Bryson. They're going to want you know. Rory nine nine. I mean, like, and that's fine. I want all those guys as well. But if you're making twenty lineups, we should probably be making one hundred fifty lineups. I should at least, so I can just have everybody. But well, we you could, dude, Eric. Super easy to do one hundred and fifty lineups in the snap of a finger with FanshareSports.com using your promo right. code Fantasy Golf Pod. You get twenty percent off, dude. What you do is you star your players. You hit build. You go over there. You hit one hundred fifty lineups. Download this little uh, CVS. Pl- plug, uh, go to uh, yep. you know, DraftKings, load it in. I mean, it's really easy. If you have any questions about how you do this, you can DM me. Uh, There's something uh, cool about building. Paul, uh, Min Vikes Wild, Skull, Skull, Win Vikes Wild. When do we pick out of the hat? <laughs> it's coming right up. We're just <laughs> finishing the uh, 8K range, and we're about to get to hat versus model. 
Uh, but we'll just talk real quickly about the 7K range. Um, there's some things to know and to note. There's names that I, I kind of like. People want the hat more than this. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's the best, dude. The hat is great. Now, Paul Casey is a good golfer. He's at the top of the 7K range, and so is Abraham Answer. And they're going to be wanted. So is Fitzpatrick, and he's also going to be wanted. And apparently, Luke, uh, Luke sweated out likes Fleetwood. I like Burns. Everybody likes Phil. Lowry's playing well. How are you going to decide who to pick in the 7K range? This is great. There's some good names. What is your criteria for clicking? Well, I don't have a whole lot of criteria for clicking right now. I mean, I'll do my dice method, and we will get into that later. But I'm going to just pick these names that I like, that I've been liking. I mean, I don't What do you mean liking? Like because have you seen them on the leaderboards? You like them because you know that they have driving ability? Uh, I'm not worrying about that at all. I have no interest. You're clicking guys that you like because you like them because you're trying to have fun making lineups. Precisely. Sung JM, I'm I'm in on that. We were all in, and he was not good. I mean, he made the He's cut. Been so bad. I'm not I'm not even I have to click him into my player pool, but I'll use like two lineups, my minimum amount I use. The 7K guys <laughs> with specific skill sets that work here, like I'm told, scrambling. Do you look at guys with short uh SG SG strokes gained short game where Bazudin Hoot pops? A guy named Bazudin Hoop on FantasyNational.com. He, he's $7,200. He pops in the short game as well as Poulter pops in the short game. Okay. Matt Jones, a birdie Brian Harmon. Any of those names make you happy? Those guys make me happy. Uh, I guess I did kind of fall for the who hits it far narrative, and Gary Woodland should be one of those guys right i like wasn't he gary woodland a really good total driver where total driving is including accuracy as well as distance i don't know imagine caring about that and so gary woodland <laughs> at 7500 i really like that name and what about Cole crack he bombs it he bombs it. everybody's gonna like him so when i click him i'll have to click him a lot to make sure that i'm or yeah yeah include I'm him with like a yeah. bizarre flyer yeah exactly and i you know who i'm gonna go back to is sergio he's been awful just missing cuts yeah sergio i like when you go back to awful guys coming into majors who can really do well off the tee at times yes you don't want to go all in on a guy like sergio no 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 times clicking there here and there we know these guys eric what do we say about majors where you lean historically good yes right exactly. yeah where you decide oh. adam scott's worthy of clicking uh you overlook bubba well, man, maybe not but like lee westwood <laughs> you go with that maybe you go with uh stewart saying historically good you go maybe you go to kuchar you say fuck it you go to kuchar you go to molinar you go to historically good names but i wanted to ask you since it's a john rom favored event john rom at tory pines john rom and cap Varna, john rom is the best golfer of all time at this course then why isn't ryan palmer going to be the best golfer of all time because don't these two correlate together john rom course equals ryan palmer course should we click a ryan palmer at $7100 i i don't have i don't have a take on ryan palmer i'm not going to But don't you say that's that. what people think that those two go together they're like always in the same tournaments together Oh yeah well yeah because they yeah well aren't they I don't know why they're partners in uh, the 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 team event so yeah why the fuck you think you think i don't know 
Uh, bombers in this uh, 7K range include Cameron Champ and Robert McIntyre, but if you made me choose between the two, I would take Robbie McIntyre because Cameron Champ hasn't been playing very good at all. But would I, would you be yeah. surprised if Cameron Champ shows up to California at the U.S. Open and just bombs the shit, sprays the driver wherever he wants, but he's swinging as hard as he can, and he has a good finish because this is what kind of player he is, isn't he? Yeah, there's going to be somebody like Cameron Champ. We we can't say right now for certain that it's going to be him, but something like that's going to happen. And right. uh, my dice spit out McIntyre. I can tell you that. I, and okay, I have, cool. I have no reason to click him, but until you brought him up just now, so. Well, he's a bomber and he's a lefty, so you should click him for those reasons. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to support every lefty here. Higo McIntyre, uh, making all Brian Harmon. Yeah, yep. Phil. Phil? Oh, God. God. Uh, should we talk strategy, or can you just go to YouTube and look at our playlist called Strategy? And it has uh, all sorts of things for you. Now, we could discuss if you're going to do tea time waves or weather jock. I will say, um, honestly, like if you're going to play a showdown or you're going to go a first-round leader, I've already kind of considered these things. You do want to use guys that are playing in the morning because it is POA, and that is a real thing. We're like the fresh greens, the guys in the morning, those are the guys that you kind of want to go for uh, more than, I don't know though. Do you? Maybe people say that. Well, I mean, just go and watch the putt that Tiger made in 2008. I mean, and watch how much that fucking thing bounced before it somehow got went in. I was, I watched that like 10 times before we started. <laughs> oh, do you remember where you were when you made that? I actually don't. I wasn't watch. I don't think I even watched it live, which is sad for me to say. I was in a weird place. What? Well, hey, just I'm gonna okay. fire you from the box. <laughs> <laughs> that is ridiculous. Don't you should have pretended like you knew something. But yeah, well, I'm not I remember w- like needing the Monday finish, needing it. Like I need air to breathe. And <laughs> when he made that, it was like the biggest sigh of relief. And like, yeah, imagine. I was 12 or something. Uh, okay. In 2008, you were 24, dude. Oh, yeah. I was in college, actually. I remember watching. No, that. you weren't in college. <laughs> or maybe you were. I don't think you were. I don't know where I was. I don't know what day it is. I would know. I was just. <laughs> if I really thought about it, I would care, but no one cares. Uh, we've been preaching things for a while now, and the preaching of those things means that you need to not care about anything. Uh, nothing matters. Uh, leverage, schmeverage. Just make. Good lineups. Don't get cute. Trying to go obscure and you have five good golfers and this random guy and the random guy ruins you. So just pick good golfers and make sure you're doing a solid six players together. Right? Yeah. Don't forget that. Like, I think the PGA championship lineup uh, in the millionaire maker would have lost, lost to the uh, $1 short game winner. Okay. So, like, <laughs> I think people are getting a little more conservative. I mean, at least from what I saw at the last Millionaire Maker, which is crazy to think about. Well, they're starting to realize that this is straight up impossible to predict. So yeah. you just roulette it. But at the same time, you need to worry about ownership. Maybe you don't. Maybe you do. Uh, if you do worry about ownership, you can go to FanshareSports.com and you can get access to their ownership rankings. Or you can follow me on every Wednesday morning when I go live and I discuss. I calculate an ownership projection for every single name in the field it's on our discord each week and yeah, that's fantasy golf pod 
I also talk about it live. I discuss it, and then I review the top 10 names, uh, the most owned names. So, Eric, do you want to talk about Phil? Can Phil win the U.S. Open? I mean, you got to think he's breaming uh, with confidence here. You know, uh, mm -hmm. a, a PGA it's championship. His birthday tomorrow. It's his birthday, PGA championship under his belt out of nowhere. Uh, needs the yeah, U.S. Sixth, Open. Sixth major for the guy. Sixth major, but he probably doesn't. He probably he'd swap the PGA championship for a U.S. Open win. Oh, a hundred uh, times out of a hundred. This dude is in a hurry. Yeah. He's so, been runner-up six times at U.S. Opens, Phil has. Phil, though, has won three times at Torrey Pines, so can he get it? He's been waiting for this. I think he could get this. That'd be amazing. Maybe I'll go 100% Phil. That'd be dumb. No, do the Higo <laughs> thing. No, probably don't go 100% anyone at a U.S. Open major. Yeah. You I remember what U.S. Opens produce? They produce crazy clown acts like Phil did two years ago when he hit the ball. It was rolling. Yeah. <laughs> People's yeah. brains explode from that. the USGA fucking them over and like course, not yeah, watering anything except yeah, for the rough and everyone's pissed. I mean, this could be insane. And or you could get the course could get away from everyone. Was, nobody's even discussed yeah. that this week. No, I was going to say that like there's got to be some sort of bet out there on, in, on Vegas. So like, Who's the first player? Or when does the first player say that the course has gotten away? <laughs> right? Yeah, Tiger's not here to encourage everyone to say that. Um, right. <clears throat> do you like anyone in the 6K range, Eric? Let's scroll through this, and maybe you can tell me any one of these names that you actually care about. Where well, you know, my, my tiering system, if you went on Twitter, and I, I did quote tweet the um, PJ or our, our golf pod, fantasy golf pod, tweet about how you're doing your uh you're doing the 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 method of of using a model and then i'm doing the method of using dice i don't even go that far into the 6k range because why would you i mean like you said there's i mean like there's just so many i mean some of these guys i like i like hoagie i like hadwin i'm a i like johnny vegas last week he did he did really well who says he but can't then you're going to have to be with everybody else who likes Johnny Vegas. Right. The most exactly. oh, obviously, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, once you get further down, I mean, God, I don't know. Yeah, Johnny so, Vegas has never ruined anybody in a chocolate right. situation. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, I don't even – I haven't clicked – I might click Window Clark. What about Henrik Stenson, though? Does this Boy, yeah. seem like a Henrik Stenson situation? He's been bad. He's just God. It's amazing to think that. I mean, it was like five years ago, four years ago that he won the Open. But <sighs> yeah, I don't know. He's got his three wood, and we all we all know what he does. But yeah, he's just <laughs> god awful. Uh, people are on a guy named Tyler Hen Pendrith. Taylor Pendrith. Okay. Any interest in the holy moly on Corn Ferry? He's got top twenty fives and stuff. Does that matter? How is yeah. he popular? What the hell is going on? This reminds me of Ben Martin last week where people just lost their minds and thought Ben Martin was good at golf for some reason. <laughs> Why do people do this? Isn't it funny? It's great. I don't understand. And then, I, dude, you and I, we used to have group think uh, FOMO, and we were like, holy crap, do they know about these people? What's going on? How do they know about Ben Martin? Jesus Christ. Right. And we're like, they don't know shit. Nobody knows anything. Those experts, they're not. They're actually not experts. Uh, now, granted, 
Uh, I'm less of an expert than I was last year when I was COVID and they didn't have a bunch of real estate work to do. I'm sure that those dudes were experts more last year than they were this year because they all have real jobs. But uh, nobody's an expert. So just play for fun. Have your own fun. And how do we want to have fun? We want to build for uh, fun. So we're trying this out. We've been doing this for a few weeks now, building lineups with a dice and versus a model, putting them into the quarter arcade and seeing which results with more money. And uh, <laughs> we did this one week, and then Eric said he would do it the next week, and then he forgot to do it. So, yeah. And then I've been doing it with the model. And let me tell you, Eric, about the model and how it spit out names. So I've been using the model. Now, granted, the model is subjective, A. So I can choose whatever I want in the model, and I can choose which rankings, you know, dial it up or down for per strokes gain category. So again, the model itself is a complete, it's his own roulette wheel. So I could come up with my own model, which whatever. Okay, so you could have 40 things in there, you could have two things in there, and you'd mix it together and it spits out names. Uh, this week, I mean, I could show you the model spitting out. Uh, Victor Hovland was number one. I've uh, put this on our Twitter. And Andrew Shoffley's number two. Bryce is third. Kokrak's fourth. Cantley, Hoffman, Casey, M. Answer. These are people that have good statistics in a number of driving categories, include, uh, but also scrambling, Bodegui's avoidance. I, I use six categories, 20% each, mix it together, spit out names. and then. But I've been doing this kind of see like – Nobody on Twitter really wants it. So they haven't resulted in like profit. I mean, I'm basically, I can't tell the difference between my 20 short game lineup uh, bubbles and my uh, $25 total thing. So basically, <laughs> then I'm like, who did I, who's, I never, I didn't even look who's in the model at all. Even like, I don't care. Like, it just spit, click, spit, click, go. And then I'm like, results. And then, I, so, like, that's stupid. So then I truly personally think that you can do better just clicking with your own names and just having your own process and doing what you want. Or, if anything, you can do exactly as well as paying a service for stats and then calculating those stats and then putting it into a model and then running mm -hmm. generators and throwing things into all the DraftKings. You can do better on your own. Maybe you don't even do that. Maybe the best thing to do is do three lineups so you have a little FOMO. You know, you're like, oh, I like this guy. He's a fringe guy. But you make one lineup, and then you make two off of that lineup, and then you call it a day from your gut, fueled by beer. I think that's the best way to go, or you can even have even more fun. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> What have and you let, been doing? And let the dice decide. Yeah, Dude, that's right. Or uh, Dylan knows. Fun. Watch golf, drink beer, have fun, and then win or lose. Yeah. You win right. even when you lose. Now, what's your dice model? Uh, it was confusing. I did the gif of uh, Charlie from Sunny. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Like, well, it's really not that confusing, actually. And I, I didn't really like it, the fact that you did that, but I understand <laughs> why. I understand why you did it, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you can share, if can you share my screen or oh I or, can allow you to share your screen I think okay well can I mean, we can pull this up real quick if you can't do do? or wait or do I click share share why screen. don't you do it yeah you share screen and then Chrome tab or whatever you're doing or uh, extend or no you have uh, 
entire screen. Yeah, maybe. Okay, there we go. Boom. Now, am I being shared or not? Yeah, and I'll put it on the dice method thing. It is right here. Okay, hold on. I'm pulling it up. Can you see that? Yeah. Okay, so you take a look. Six mm -hmm. names are in tier one even, tier one odd, tier two even, uh, even tier two odd, three even, four, three odd, and so on and so forth, all the way down to the last name I, I did because I've got a, a, a dice with six numbers, so it's all in sixes. Lanto Griffin is the last guy in. So, you know, there's a slight flaw that you're not going to have access to those guys below. Now you But you didn't want them. Oh, yeah, fuck them. Of course yeah, I don't fuck want them. them. Okay, cool. <laughs> so I'm going to roll... The first roll is, is it an even or odd number? I rolled a five. It's an odd number. Okay, now we have our first roll to see which odd tier do I pick from. The fourth odd tier is going to be right here. Max Homa, Sibu Kim, Bezidenhut, Grace, and Higo. Ooh, Higo and Sink. Now I roll one through six. Who do I get? Three. Bezudenhut. Perfect. Good. Now I'm clicking. I'm clicking over here to Bazudenhut. And this is what you do until you filled up your names. It's great. You don't have to think. You don't have to worry. You don't have to have right? phone. There's no tilt. There's no, There's no tilt. pretending that you're an expert. There's no pretending of anything. Here we go. Odd or even. Even. All right. Here we go. Fifth tier of the evens. Here's the fifth tier of the evens. Ooh, Matt Wolf, Hoffman, Kucher. This is a great little place. One. Wolf. Hey, oh, you want that? Right. Okay. Well, now you're running. You got too much money. Well, okay. we'll see here. I haven't had an issue. I haven't an issue with that. So well, you uh, you come on two the pod, even huh? one. Here's the big big boys. Even one. So who am I going to get right here? Four. Bryson. Bryson DeChambeau. See, look at how great this is. I, I'm not worrying about anything. Why did I do that? All right. So you see this lineup. That's brewing. Yeah, this is fantastic. Uh, Three, Bazoot, Wolf, Bryson, $8,400 left. Three is an odd number, so we will do that. Then we'll be going to the third tier of the odd numbers, which is right here. Sun Jam, Kokrak, Woodland, Neiman, Garcia, and I get Kokrak. Boom. Okay. How many, how many times have you done this? Uh, I've done it like four times. <laughs> oh God, are you really going to do this? So here's I'm what happens. I'm still no, building. Eric, Eric will text me. Eric, ah. you... No, I'm, I'm, you would continue and I'll make fun of you. So okay. Eric will text me, hey, I'm making lineups. This is dice math. It's crazy. It's cool. And then I'm like, awesome. How many? Yeah, I'm making lineups. Lineups. It uses the S on lineups, plural. And then I'll say, cool. And then it'll come Thursday afternoon. I'll be like, so how many lineups Here's did you make? Lineup. Here's the lineup. And he made no lineups. Okay. Oh, look. Okay, you, got, you got a lineup with Kokrak, Hatton, Xander. And then you have uh, Bazudenhut, Wolf, and Bryson. Uh, no money left on the table, so your dice method allows for that? Well, yeah, because the dice method, after the fifth roster spot, you take whoever's left for full – you spend all your money. Xander That's the rule? Ahead. That's the rule. I, I tweeted it. Did you not read it? No. Very well, simple. I did, yeah, you didn't I did read that. it. I know. Oh, yeah. You sent out the eh, thing. So, look, at this uh, is a great yeah. lineup. I'm submitting this. That's going to mm -hmm. go in there. I have no player pool. The dice determine everything. Do you do this for? Are you in the millie maker? What in the yeah, hell? Possible winnings a million dollars. How are you in the? Why are you in the millie maker? For ten dollars, because I want to see. 
I'm gonna oh, follow. Oh Lord, have mercy. That's odd. Burn the ten dollars. I'll just. Why don't you just give me the ten bucks and I'll take you out back? All right, stop sharing here. How do okay. I do that? I'll just remove it. Okay, Eric, that's fun though, right? Because then yeah, it's, like, you just roll the dice. <laughs> yeah, it's not that hard to figure it out. Okay, so we're trying the model versus the dice, and we'll keep you posted. Come back to the Twitter page, and we'll show you the results. It'll be fun. Do we have to yeah. tell you about our favorite plays and the uh, overall, like the values? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Did you pick any? Oh, my favorite plays? I mean, my favorite no, values. Yeah, what are your values? Do you have any values? Uh, Gary Woodland is a tremendous value at 7,500. He stuck out immediately to me. Um, I don't have a ton of reasons other than I like Gary Woodland. I feel like he's made a little bit of a... We already know. We don't care about Gary. Do you have any other names? Just say <sighs> the names. I guess you could give reasons. I'm not going to give any more reasons. Um, Jordan Spieth at 10-9. He's going to win. That's value? How is that yeah, value? It's, it's value if you want the winner in your lineup, which I think Jordan okay. Spieth is. That's why he's I'm, bad. He's not bad. He's great. He's too expensive. What you need to do is you need to go into the 9K range and use Patrick and Patrick. Well, yeah. Those that. are the names you should pepper. And then you should also use Paul Casey and Adam Scott, historically good, low-priced, Hall of Fame players, eager to please their family and friends and sponsors. Paul Casey <laughs> and Adam Scott. You also want Homa and Hoffman. That's who my values are. I got Patrick and Patrick, Casey and Scott, Homa and Hoffman. I give you six. God, I love that. Okay. Now, did you know, Eric, there's only 10 events left in this season before the FedEx Cup playoff starts? Jesus, no. That's crazy. Yeah, it's getting to the end here. So we uh, will build this thing together, standing strong forever. But it's all uh, we're, you know, you only going to stop us now. Here we go. We're done with the pod this week. Please like and subscribe, rate and review. Thank you for being here. Thank you from our guests, Scott Stewart, uh, Josh Bennett, and uh, Luke Walker. Those were good people to help us out. Good luck, Dice. Good luck, model. I follow Luke, finally. Yeah, he's a good man. Follow Luke. Luke's what it up. Peace out, everybody. Thanks for being here. Goodbye. Good luck, good Eric. Luck. Good luck to you.